Well, as you can see, this is Family Matters, and we're at the Franklin Graham God Loves You Tour here in Auckland. It is a packed house. Uh, and the mainstream media, during the week when they interviewed him, they went off to a progressive church leader who said that apparently Franklin Graham's uh, style of Christianity, the message of Christianity, is not relevant and it's tiny in New Zealand. Well, as you can see, it's a packed house. It's been a packed house in Wellington, it's been a packed house in Christchurch. And we got 20 minutes to speak to Franklin Graham before this event. We talked about cancel culture, progressive Christianity, the importance of marriage, and uh, the reason we should oppose abortion, and why we need to be bold as Christians. So it's an interview you won't see on mainstream media, but let's go and meet Franklin Graham. Reverend Graham, we really appreciate your time. Yeah. Your father was here um, about 50 years ago, in fact, when I was six years old. Uh, and as you've traveled around the world with your message, there have been attempts to cancel you. Do you think if your father, Reverend Billy Graham, was traveling around the world now that they would be trying to cancel him as well? Oh, sure, he was, uh, they tried to cancel him in England in uh, 19, uh, I think it was 54. Uh, they didn't want him to come, and they were uh, trying to stop him from coming. But uh, it's just in England where we've had this, and uh, we haven't had it other places. It's just uh, a few people who uh, make a lot of noise but don't represent um, uh, the church as a whole. So have there been attempts to cancel you as you have traveled around apart from the UK, like uh, in America? And No. So it's just been the UK? That it's just been the UK, yeah. Mm. The Samaritan's Purse does an incredible job around the world. My question is, can we offer the love and compassion that the gospel wants us to, but also speak the biblical truth, which is an, which is an inconvenient biblical truth, talking about sin and hell and about grace and about love. Can that be done at the same time? Because Samaritan's Purse has come under fire for you know, some statements that are made based on scripture. Well, first of all, uh, God's Word is God's Word, and uh, we don't change God's Word. I don't. And uh, God's very clear in His Word about marriage between a, a man and a woman. Now, that's just very clear. There's no question. Uh, God made us male and female. The first man, He created the first woman. So um, there's no question there. And uh, our, our work at Samaritan's Purse, uh, we work in over 100 countries around the world. Uh, we've got a large presence right now in the Ukraine. We work in very dangerous, difficult parts of the world. And we always do it in Jesus' name. We don't shy away from standing uh, that, uh, for the name of Christ. And we want people to know that Christ died for our sins. He was buried for our sins. Uh, he rose from the dead. Uh, he's alive. He'll come into each and every heart that invites him. Uh, that's, uh, that's my message. So um, you, might, you would have seen that News Hub did an interview with you, one of our media outlets, and uh, immediately for every statement that you made, went off and talked to the progressive 
Christians to respond to your statement. I don't think he has any relevancy to the New Zealand context. Um, I don't think we need someone coming here with American politics dressed up in religion. That's just not the kind of people we are and not the kind of religion we want to follow. I've read some of the kind of values on his on his website for Samaritan's Purse and he say, they say there that all people who are not Christian are condemned to hell. Well, that's just a ridiculous medieval or even pre-medieval kind of view. Um, I mean, no one... In the, in the progressive church would ever preach about hell or that anyone's going there. What I do is I preach that God made us male and female and that, uh, that God gave us sex and is to be used in marriage between a man and a woman. That's what the Bible teaches. What does the progressive Christianity church say about that? We say that we don't agree with that and that uh, we don't believe that's what the Bible says. Uh, and we believe that Jesus, who we follow, is someone who's ultimately incredibly inclusive and embraces everyone and would not condemn anyone uh, to a life lacking in their own human rights. They said that for you to talk about uh, hell is not biblical or appropriate. It's a medieval view. Your message needs to change with the culture. What's your response to that? Well, they're, they're, just, not, uh, they're just not informed of what the Bible teaches. Uh, Jesus spoke about hell, talked about hell, and uh, preached on hell. So uh, for them to say it's not a biblical view is just, uh, uh, they're, they're just wrong. The, the, the um, minister that they rushed to said that you're bringing American politics uh, dressed up in religion. Well, I don't know. I'm not talking about political issues. Uh, uh, marriage is a moral issue. Uh, and uh, so that's, you know, I always uh, share what the Bible teaches on these things. People want to know what does the Bible have to say. So uh, a lot of these uh, progressive so-called Christians are people who are just not informed as to what the Word of God says. And they've gotten away from it. That's why the, their churches are, are dying. That's why the membership in those churches are declining. Uh, they, they've gotten off on social messages and political messages in their churches. And uh, people want to know what God has to say. And the, the Bible, uh, churches that preach and teach the Bible are, are, are well attended. So the pushback uh, is that Jesus is inclusive and that he wouldn't condemn anyone. Well, first of all, he is inclusive. When he died on the cross, he died on the cross for everyone. He shed his blood for the whole world. Uh, but we have to come to God his way. And that's through faith in his son, turning from our sins and repenting and believing on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says we shall be saved. But we have to come to God through faith in Christ. And we have to turn from those sins. Uh, repentance uh, is uh, God demands repentance, and you can't be an adulterer and 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 come to God and uh, say forgive me and then still stay in adultery. No, you have to turn. You have to leave that adulterous relationship. And so, uh, if you come to Christ, you have to turn from your sins. So, um, you know, the the progressive leader said that your version of Christianity is very tiny in New Zealand, and yet. Uh, you're about to speak to a full venue and you've spoken to full venues in both Wellington and Christchurch. So it seems like it's, there's still a hunger for that truth. There is. And uh, this progressive leader, uh, I'm not sure how many people attend uh, whatever church she represents, but uh, there's, a, there's a full house here tonight. And uh, yes, not only is there hunger, but people want to know what God has to say. People are hungry for that. They're not hungry for Franklin Graham. They want to know what God has to say. And I would encourage these uh, progressive pastors and leaders and so forth is to go back to the Word of God and teach the Word of God.
There may be people in the audience who are part of the LGBT community. Uh, they may have had an abortion or they support abortion. They may be transgender. They may be committing adultery right now. What, what's your message to them? Well, first of all, they're welcome. And if they're here, I'm glad they're here. I want them to know that God loves them and God created us and made us. And he is willing to forgive us if we're willing to repent, turn from our sins and believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ. Invite Christ to come into our heart to take control of our life. And uh, he'll do that for each and every one of us. We're all sinners. I'm a sinner. And so we all need God's forgiveness. We all need God's grace. And uh, if we just come to his son, Jesus Christ, by faith, then God will forgive us and cleanse us. You've been criticized for statements you've made about the Islam faith as well. Uh, what's your message to Muslims? Well, first of all, I work in uh, Muslim countries. We work in, in numerous countries around the world that are Muslim. We love the Muslims and care for the Muslims. I, I, I don't believe uh, that uh, Islam can save a person. Uh, they believe that, but I don't, and uh, the Christian faith doesn't. So uh, they believe uh, in their faith, and we believe in ours. But just because we disagree doesn't mean I'm opposed to them or I'm against them. I'm not against them. I love them, care for them, and I want them to know the truth. And the truth is uh, Jesus Christ died for Muslims, and he died for the sins of all mankind. He died for the world, everybody. And so I think it's very important that uh, the Muslims know this. So if Muslims are here tonight, they're welcome. Or I'd be glad, they'd, I'd be thrilled to have them here. One of the uh, criticisms or the introductions of you was that you were a Trump supporter, which in the uh, mainstream media in New Zealand is, uh, you know, sin of all sins. There's an interesting um, dichotomy here because uh, on one hand you say that uh, you don't like the way he communicates, um, the way he tweets, for example, but you also support his policies or you support it as policies. Can we do that with a political figure? Can we, or do we need to find politicians who are both strong character and strong policy? Well, it'd be nice to find uh, politicians with strong policy and strong character, uh, but they're very far and few between. Uh, Donald Trump uh, was not a politician and he was a business guy. And he used business principles when he came into the White House and we had the best economy we'd had in 70 years. Um, we were oil independent uh, during those four years. I mean, he did a lot of good things for the United States of America. He lowered taxes. Uh, again, I don't agree with uh, a lot of uh, the statements he made and the way he would uh, belittle people. I didn't agree with that, don't support that at all. But his policies were good for our nation. And then you have the current president, who perhaps you could put in the other category, which is that we can appreciate his personality, perhaps he feels like uh, our uncle, but his policies are causing huge grief, very, you know, very pro-abortion, uh, pro the LGBT. Uh, so that, that's kind of the other but end it's, of the scale, it's, it's hurt it? our economy. Uh, his, his policies have uh, just wrecked uh, our economy. And so we're, we are inflation. We haven't had inflation for uh, close to uh, 40 plus years. And, and now we have inflation in our country. Um, we have the supply chain problem. I think if he'd been president, that would have been fixed a long time ago. He would have put the right people in. Our borders are broken. Uh, there's a lot of problems that our nation uh, is facing right now because of the policies of uh, President Biden. 
It's becoming more and more difficult to live a Christian culture or live as a Christian in our culture at the moment. It's, it can be hostile out there. People are losing their jobs. Uh, they're losing friends on social media. The media is going after them, as, as you've experienced with some media even in your visit to New Zealand. What's your word of encouragement to, to Christians who know that if they speak up about their faith. Well, you, they you could speak be up. I think it's important that Christians speak up and be heard in, in society. Society needs to, to have the Christian voice. They've got a lot of other voices out there speaking, and we certainly need uh, the Christian voice. But people need to know what God uh, has to say. God, God, again, loves us, and uh, He loves New Zealand, cares for New Zealand. But uh, New Zealand, like Europe and America, are turning their back on God and moving away from God. And, and things aren't getting better, things are getting worse. The, the further we get away from God, the worse our society uh, becomes. And we see a trend now, not here in just New Zealand, but uh, in many countries, and that is an increase in violence. And that is a, a, a frightening thing, to see violence increasing. And, uh, you know, in our country, they try to make it uh, gun violence. Or, but if guns are not available, then people will use knives. We just had four students killed with knives. Uh, Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked with a, a hammer. Um, the problem is the human heart. And only God can change the heart. And when we come to faith in God, through faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, God changes our hearts. And that's what New Zealand needs. That's what America needs. It needs a heart transplant that God can give. How do you deal with the negative, I mean, you experienced it here in New Zealand, the negative media, but also the negative social media? Oh, I'm, I'm used to negative media. <laughs> my goodness. My father had negative media. Uh, we get negative media. And that's, uh, that's, that's fine. I'm not here to to have the media uh, say what a wonderful person I am. I'm here to tell them about what God has to say. And I hope that they listen. Just finally, one of my favorite quotes from your father was, courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, it stiffens the spines of others. Does that still apply? Is that what you're sure. trying to do? No, well, no, but I think, I, I think for, for us coming, uh, preaching the gospel and giving an invitation and seeing people get up out of their seats and come forward, to receive Christ, I think for other pastors, I think for churches, I think it's an encouragement to them to see that the gospel still works. The Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. And I believe that is uh, true today. The gospel has power. The fact that God loves us, He created us, but we've been lost to sin. And He sent His Son to take our sin. When Jesus Christ went to the cross and died on that cross and shed His blood on that cross, He shed it for the entire world. And if we're willing to believe that and accept that by faith and invite Him to come into our hearts and to our lives, uh, God will forgive our sins. And that's the message that uh, is needed in every generation. New Zealand needs this message today more than it's ever needed it. Uh, and I just uh, am glad to be here. And the churches have been so responsive. We've had a few progressive churches that have spoke out against us, but we have, I think, it's like 530 churches, I think, in this area that, that are supporting. Uh, we've got a lot of church support. Uh, there's always been the, those that uh, uh, disagree, but they're usually smaller in number. Well, you have a massive crowd out there waiting to hear the gospel, yeah, and they need to, to hear it. So thank you for your time, and thank you for being in New Zealand. Thank you. Thank you.